0: You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. All right, we're live, people.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning. It really is the morning.
1: We're going to have morning voice because we're recording a little earlier than we're used to, but...
0: But what's up, everyone? Welcome. I'm Katherine.
1: I'm Chelsea. And we are sitting
0: next to... Hi, guys. (laughs) This is Macy Cole, and she's going to be joining us for the entire episode.
1: (laughs) How'd that sound? We decided to just pull her into the intro, too, because she's that important to us, so... Yes. We're going to roll with it. We're
0: going to roll with it. Um, So how's everyone doing today?
2: I'm good. I'm feeling great today. Really good. My cheek's already hurt. I'm so happy right now.
0: (laughs) Good, good. Macy walks in and says, it's like Christmas! I'm
1: so excited! It's so cute.
0: It was really cute. Um, Before we get started, I would just like to say that while I was setting this thing up this morning, and by this thing I mean putting my computer and this one microphone that we all share together (laughs) on my kitchen table. (laughs) Professional I... Went over to get my headphones and precious little Chelsea last week, rolled them up into like the most perfect little, I'm not going to get tangled situation and tucked in the cord and I haven't used them since. (laughs) And I bring them out and I was like, this is why I need Chelsea.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know that I did that. Because all of my stuff, all of
0: my stuff (laughs) over on my desk literally is just like cords strangle you could get strangled if you sit down Don't at my cry. desk. And then there's like perfect little organized Chelsea who's my my yin to my yang. Aww. Is it ying? Yin. yin? Yin. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> my yin to my yang.
1: And she folds
0: up my microphone
1: headphones. It's oh, so cute. That's actually hilarious. So, I literally did not even remember doing that. That's how crazy I am. And
0: then just to extend that a little further, <laughs> Chelsea walks in this morning at 8 o'clock um, with a binder. <laughs> a straight up binder, y'all. With laminated pages in it of questions that we ask per episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, I woke up this morning at 7.45, 15 minutes before Chelsea came, And jotted down some questions in the notes section of my phone, (laughs) and they're like two words. Where Chelsea's is like really good and like detailed (laughs) and like meaningful. So Macy, I promise I've prepared for this.
1: We (laughs) balance each other out very well. Also, the yin and yang,
0: y'all.
2: Yin and yang. (laughs) Yin and yang. There you go.
0: All right. Well, that was a good intro.
1: This is why we need (laughs) Macy to straighten those things out.
0: All right, well, let's dive right in to our happies and crappies of this week. Mm. Um, sorry, I just touched the mic. Chelsea, okay. hit me with your happies.
1: Okay, multiple happies. One of them was just like the res- – again, I feel like we say this every week, but the response we've been getting from this podcast. Last week we had like two particular incidents. Incidents? <laughs> Is that the right word? Yeah, Incidents. <laughs> incidents. It- Instances. Know, forget I said oh, instances. that. instances. Yeah. Instances. Okay, it is instances. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, women just reached out to us about how it's literally made an impact on their life or some type of change, so that was really cool. Um, and then our podcast launch party was awesome as well. Yeah. This weekend, we celebrated two years at Axis Yoga, but I'm sure that's going to be part of Macy's Woo! happy, so I'm not, I'll let her touch base on that a little bit more. Yeah. Um and yeah, I feel like what else? I feel like that's it. Oh, and just the weather. Oh my gosh, it's been oh it's been dope. beautiful.
0: Dope's my new word, by the way, in case you, you hear do that say a lot. Dope a
1: lot. <laughs> it's all right. I'm bringing um, it back. Bringing- yeah. And then crappy, I had I don't know about you, but like I feel like at least once a month I have one of those nights where it's just like anxiety ridden Mm -hmm. and I just don't sleep Mm -hmm. I'm just like up and I don't know why and I don't even know what particularly is bothering me but um I had one of those the other night and I ended up just getting on the couch and watching new girl till like three in the morning (laughs) and then going to sleep that was me too
0: for two nights in a row this weekend that's crazy the same week
1: yeah I don't remember what day it was I feel like it was last Thursday or maybe I don't know but yeah it yeah, I every hate time. those nights. Those are
0: the actual worst because it sets up you're your next so day.
1: tired, but you can't fall asleep, yeah. and like...
0: your next day is awful.
1: Yeah. Anyway, what about you?
0: Um, my happies. I didn't think about this before. Okay. I didn't Ooh, my happies. I would. Oh, I'd actually say that my happy right now is my dog.
1: Oh. He is, is
0: so precious right now. And I feel like he was like a little bit of a butthole for a while um, because he was a puppy and you got to train them and they're annoying. But now he's like a real like teenage dog dog, and he's so fun. And we had like, we have great play dates daily. Um, Like right now, knock on wood, he's in his crate and he's not barking and we're sitting right out here. So I would say he's my happy this week. I love that. And obviously the launch party and all the things that Chelsea said. And the axis yoga, all that stuff. Um, my crappy is I have tried, and tried is the key word here, to give up dairy this week.
1: I was going to ask you how that was going.
0: Yeah. Um, it's hit and miss. I've, I've <laughs> snuck in some things that I shouldn't have. But for the most part, I feel like I'm 80 20 doing it. Like That's 80% cute. giving up dairy. And this is not for like, oh my gosh, I wanna lose weight. I'm just gonna give up dairy. This is like, I legitimately, my stomach freaks the freak out <laughs> whenever I eat dairy, and I eat a lot of it. So I'm trying to gradually see if, if um, what's the word?
1: Elimination.
0: Eliminating. I almost said exiting. Mm-hmm. Exiting in it from my. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> eliminating it <laughs> from my diet if that helps my stomach, so that's my crappy though, because I miss ice cream and cheese.
2: Mm.
1: yeah, I can't yeah, I can't give up cheese.
0: but there's me. a lot of like vegan ice cream, mm-hmm. and, and there's that
1: around mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Does Froyo have dairy in it? Yes, yeah, very much so <laughs> interesting. <laughs>
1: it's yogurt
0: <laughs>
1: interesting. <laughs>
0: For some reason, I thought it didn't. I was like, this is gonna be easy. I can just get Froyo.
1: Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. I haven't no. yet. But if you have ever tried um, or never tried the coconut milk ice cream yes. from yeah. Trader Joe's, that stuff is really good. That's really good. There's and not a lot of flavors, but it yeah. is, it's still delicious.
0: So basically, I'm a vegan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Long
0: story short, I'm vegan. <laughs> All right, Macy, hit us with your happies oh, and crappies. Getting closer here to this one mic. Yes,
2: okay. So, so many happies, sitting here with them. I'm literally like my whole body is chattering. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, this weekend was amazing. We celebrated our two-year birthday, which means that we're on our third year, which I didn't understand and yeah. like talked Matt. about how, yeah, numbers, not a strong suit. <laughs> we knew what you meant. Yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> Um And super just excited about kind of watching all of us women step into our own. I feel like we're becoming what each one of us has wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about seeing this community of women supporting each other. And then we all have really awesome men that are strong enough in their own kind of selves to be humble enough to let us be bosses. Yeah. So, that is so true. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's like the new man, you know, yeah. the new man. Renaissance. Is... <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> Renaissance
2: Man. <laughs> I'm also going to try to lock it up because mostly when I don't talk, it's because I'm in the corner laughing so hard I'm crying. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm just really happy about Girl Power, Girl Squad, Girl Boss, all of those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Spice Girls. Pre- you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Humbleman Axis Studio turning two, which means we're coming towards our third year. Yeah, that's what, that she, that's
0: what we've been talking about when we say two-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell them what you do? Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, so my husband and I own a yoga studio turned Pilates bar, mobility, trainings. It really has just birthed into its own little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we do, and we spread love. You sure do. Yeah, baby. It's the best place. Thank you. It seriously is like... Some
0: I've, would some would call it dope.
1: Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go again. <laughs> I was going to say, I've trained at and worked at and just, like, been a part of many different fitness facilities, but nothing has ever been as awesome and as special as y'all,
2: so. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And you guys make it really special, too. Oh. I just love everything.
0: Yeah, you. so maybe we should talk about how we're all connected so that people know how we know each other. Sure. Um, yeah. I met Macy actually two years ago. no. Like four, four years yeah. ago, <laughs> three or four years yeah, ago. That time is weird. Yeah, <laughs> math. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was leading yoga for a birthday party that I was oh, that, that was I was like attending. Six,
2: that was like seven years ago, almost.
0: Honey, I, I haven't even lived here seven years. Okay. Well, it was like again. it was like four years ago. Okay, yeah. And I was like, she's so cute, and she had this like really short, cute haircut, and she was this little ball of fun. And I was like, I love her. And then um, a couple months later, we were at a – maybe it was like a year later. Yeah. We were at a
2: – Bachelorette. Bachelorette yep. party together. Mm-hmm. With
0: and wigs. we were wearing wigs. What color was yours?
2: R- Fire red. Was yours orange? Orange. Yeah. It had bangs. It yeah. was hideous. Mine was awful, yeah. too. I didn't um, pics, guys. Oh, this they were not pre- cute. cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. This
0: was pre-Chels. Yeah. Um, it was a bad season of life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways, you didn't miss much.
0: <laughs> but then everything kind of came together because soon after that I started working out and working at Access Fitness mm-hmm. plus training and then Macy and her husband Troy teamed up to start Axis Yoga plus Studio mm-hmm. and our families kind of came together and worked together and then we were like, "Oh my gosh, we're meant to be mm-hmm. best friends." Mm-hmm. And then I married Michael and Michael and Troy are like
2: Best friends. Best friends. Slash lovers. Oh, lovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It's really cute. They pro- do they
1: listen to this? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. they're those well, humble. They're <clears> the Renaissance Jordan man. still hasn't said so, <clears> jordan Jordan. <you know>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Something in my throat. Anyway. As if he's listening right yeah. now. <laughs> he's at the dentist.
0: <laughs> All right. Chelsea, so anyway. how do you know Mace?
1: Um, I don't. I met you at the studio, right? Yeah. So before I moved here again, I was like doing some Instagram stalking. I feel like I, for some reason, had followed you guys on Instagram though for a while before Mm -hmm. I was even like considering moving here just because. Sweet. I was into yoga. And, um, it was one of the first places I went when we first got here to check out Mm -hmm. what you guys had going on. And immediately I was like, oh my God, I love her. She's just like, just (laughs) little like spunky, cute, beautiful blonde. But she's also like, a world changer like so profound you hear her talk and you're just like oh my god your yeah, just on the floor. yeah so um
0: i call her my little angel baby yes you are like a little because i could baby. like put her in my pocket she's so cute <laughs> she's like a little baby
1: but she's also an angel so true um so yeah and then i just started going to the studio all the time i started or you and troy approached me about doing yes. photography for oh, yeah. the studio and that's kind of life that was my after in that. i think mm-hmm. then we were like friends yes and then in december they brought me onto the team what? so now she's kind of like a little bit of my boss mm, that's weird
2: even no <laughs> false chelsea mostly is our boss no. we're really just learning from the two of them so
1: yeah that's fine. i'm the
0: boss people let's yeah, be real let's actually
2: be always,
1: yeah, <laughs> let's be um do we have time for me to go over a couple of these questions? We
0: have all the time in the world. Okay.
1: So we're going to get into like your actual interview questions, Ooh. but a few weeks ago we had, we did a QA and mm-hmm. a on our journeys and like fitness, health, wellness, and since you're very involved in that, we figured we could touch on a few of the ones that we didn't have time for last time. Awesome. Cool. So something that somebody asked, which I thought was super profound, is... And I don't know if she necessarily means specifically for health and fitness or like just in the world, but I feel like this could go either way. If you could make one small change that
2: has a big impact, what would it be? Shoot. So, specifically for the health and wellness world, I think that, um, and we've been talking about this a lot in our classes lately, is focusing on the process rather than the product. Mm. So... For me, especially, and I learned this from my husband, game changer, all the things. I used to be the basic girl who was like 500 calories and exercise, eat, Mm -hmm. you know, twigs and berries, whatever. Um, So uh, basically, what I would hope to impart to women is what is your ultimate goal? So let it be health, not weight, right? Or let it be. feeling well, not looking good, because then the looking good is a byproduct of feeling well or being healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if people could focus on the, you know, the process of what, what they actually value, because once people start looking good, they may value that for, you know, a year or two, and then they look good, but they're not actually happy. So helping people figure out, well, what do I value? What do you think I would gain about looking good? And really what it is, is self-confidence and self-love and Um, then you would create the process of what's ultimately going to drive that, which is making healthy decisions so that you feel good. Then you start looking good. Then you'll feel confident. And then everything else kind of follows. Comes full circle. Yeah.
1: I love that you just said that because and I'm glad that I asked this question because I didn't even know if it was going to invoke that answer or not. But you talked about this in class the other day. Macy goes on these, like, I don't want to say rants, but, like, she just gets <laughs> going in class and you're like, yes, preach. Yeah, you're like, and preach, I, preacher. Yes. I and, then, and then I walk down. I'm like, you need to write that down. But she basically just hit the nail on the head with exactly what you said the other day. And that is so profound. And so what we want to get across
0: Yeah, in it's like podcast. you start from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to love yourselves for who you are and then – And then that turns into loving what you look like, loving um, what your body can do. But first you have to love, you have to love who you are first. Mm -hmm. That's so true.
2: And something that my husband has literally been saying, and he learned it straight from Catherine, is shameless living. Like he has been like saying that boldly. I have noticed that. Yeah. And it's really cool uh, to hear him say that. Like that has been a really profound thing for him. He said it like three times just this weekend. That's so and like cool. he was like It's not just
1: for women, guys. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, men. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I men. think that's <laughs> I feel like that's all we needed for that for that question. Yeah, that yeah. was perfect. Um okay, and then how do you consistently stay motivated to move and live a healthy lifestyle? It's not always every day. It would be my um Yeah, I would say the that. motivation's
0: not just like Sitting in my it's heart not every there. day. <laughs> I don't just, like, wake up and I'm like, oh, yes,
1: it's exercise. <laughs> I feel like you do, though.
2: I know. I, I wanted to hear what Catherine said because I feel like she's, like, Out of the one person in person, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. like, really gets stoked about you
0: exercise. I think it's what you get from from fitness. So, if you look at exercise as, like, a chore, like, I have to do this because it's, like, another check another checked box for the day, or this is going to make me healthy, so I have to. It's like a chore. Then you're going to leave with that mindset, too, and you're you're never going to enter into it with, like, a joy. So for me, exercise is actually – I look at it as, like, I get to do this, Mm -hmm. and it's really fun. So even if it's not fun, like, even if I'm about to go run, like, 11 miles, that doesn't sound fun, but the fun part is I get 11 miles to myself where I get to think – pray, process with God, um, pray for other people, um, get to know my heart a little bit better, start to figure out what I want to do with my life. Like, there's so much opportunity in those 11 miles. Or if it's a group class, like, it's fun because I get to make new friends. I get to um, tell jokes. I get to (laughs) scream. and. And not get looked at funny. Um, So I get to be my extroverted self. So I think it's just the way that you look at exercise. I look at it as like an hour of my day where I get to be fully me, like express myself and like really channel in. And then when I leave, I am like, so glad I did that.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So if you look at it, as a chore, then it's just going to be a chore to you and you're never going to really stay motivated. And that's not to say that every day I'm like, yes, (laughs) exercise, I can't wait, but um, I think I've seen how it's changed my life. So I get excited about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel the same way about it. Yeah. When I used to see it as something like, oh, I have to do this. Or even if you just put that burden on yourself as it is, it's so much Mm -hmm. different than just seeing it as, hey, I think I'm going to move today and it's going to feel good to my body. Yeah.
0: I think that's everything in life, too. Like, Mm -hmm. your perspective going into any situation Mm -hmm. can make or break it.
1: 100%. I mean, what was it, Monday? I worked out in the morning, and then I was just like, I think I need to move even more today, and I took my dog around the loop, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this this just, like, made my day. Yeah. And I don't even care that it took me an hour and a half or whatever because it was better for my health, my mental health, and I did get shin splints, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're all good.
1: Anyway. Okay. So moving on to Macy's questions, we're just going to kind of chat. We both have questions for you. We'll just kind of go back and forth and see, like, how it yeah. flows, you know? Okay. So I feel like the first question we both kind of have is the same. Yeah. What does Macy do? And how did how did you find yoga? Mm-hmm. What has it done for you personally? Mm-hmm. Um, And what prompted you and Troy to
2: open the studio? Okay. Well, so I was always an athlete and not flexible at all. Um, And ended up getting compartment syndrome, which is basically like people get that who don't stretch enough, don't have enough mobility in their body. So I had um, surgery. They wanted to do a second surgery. And I really didn't want to do another surgery, so I decided to try yoga and see how it would go. And at that point, I was an athlete training really hard. I thought yoga was going to be a joke, Um, showed up, and it just seemed like everyone was so at peace, and their bodies moved so effortlessly, and I couldn't even do the easy posture child's pose. And I was, I mean, it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. Uh, and it spoke to my competitive nature, which I know yoga is not really about that, (laughs) but I was like, wait, I need to be better than all of them. So (laughs) it's like, I can't touch my toes. Like I'm going to show up here till I'm that person in the corner with like the dreadlocks and the long beard with their legs wrapped in a pretzel. I
1: would love to see you in some dreadlocks.
2: And a beard. beard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mostly the beard. Yeah.
2: I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I found yoga, and actually I did it for like three weeks, and I already felt different in my body. Um, but I, what I really loved was the spiritual component, and that's actually what I realized I loved about soccer, which is what I played before I found yoga, kind of what Catherine was talking about, like giving your mind an opportunity to sort things out while your body is moving. Um, and so when I noticed how much yoga changed my life, And these teachers that were so inspiring, that just seemed to be these mystical beings that didn't even seem real, immediately I thought to myself, that's what I want to do. Because soccer, I would played in college, I knew I didn't want to go pro, wasn't going to go pro, so what now? Uh, And yoga just kind of seemed like that next thing. And then I met Troy. So literally started dating Troy the same month I got certified in yoga. I love that. That's yeah. cool. I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. So did you introduce Troy to yoga?
2: I did. And on our first date, or one of our first dates, maybe it was our first date, I like spilled my whole heart out. And, and a part of spilling my heart out was telling him that one day I would own my own healing center, which would focus on the tenets of yoga. And he was like, oh, like how long have you been teaching? I was like, oh, I get certified in two weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is like such a testament to the dreamer that you are. I yeah. love that.
2: That's so cool. um, So then I didn't know what I was doing, and I dive way too far into everything. Like, I remember I had just joined a new church, and my mom was like, okay, like, you can't be the preacher next week. Just be the attendant for a while. (laughs) (laughs) So when I took the training, it was a three-week training, and I was a full-time student. I had, like, three jobs. I think I was president of a couple clubs, like, just doing way too much, as these two girls know all too much about in their own life. Um, And... I'd made a commitment to myself that I wasn't going to take this training, and then all of a sudden be like, oh, and now I'm going to teach yoga full-time. Well, they approached me after the three weeks and really encouraged me to do it, and I was like, no, no, like trying this new side out, and they talked me into it, and I was like, okay, yes, this just feels much more natural. And started teaching, started teaching Troy. He was a professional soccer player with lots of aches and pains, and after a couple classes together, he started getting healed too. And it was so uncomfortable for him. Like when he when we sat down and crossed our legs, his knees were up to his ears. Like that's how tight he was. And I'm not even exaggerating. Well, wow,
0: that's crazy to think about now.
2: I know. Yeah. Because now you're both like, splits. pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. He. That's neither incredible. one of us have the beard yet. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, you're there. It's, you're pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. impressive.
1: <laughs> Working on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. That's I learned something new yeah. too today. Um. So. Axis Yoga just celebrated two years. We Uh just went over that. What do you think has been your biggest lesson in owning a business and starting a business? And on top of that, has there been any particular obstacles that you found stems
2: from being a female? Oh, gosh. Okay. No one can prepare you for owning your own business. Like, you cannot even begin to understand what that's like. I think... I understand parents now better. I understand old bosses now better. And honestly, for me, it couldn't have been made possible without my faith. In order to be a good business owner, a successful business owner, you have to be willing to put your ego to the side and let the spirit guide you. And for me, that spirit comes straight from the one who who created this circumstance for me in the first place. So... Owning your own business and the lessons that I've learned is every single day is a roller coaster. Every single day uh, you go through a gamut of thinking you know what you're doing to having no clue what you're doing to questioning why you even did this in the first place to being so glad you did. Mm -hmm. And I think um, one of my friends asked me a couple weeks ago if it's gotten easier. And I don't think it ever gets easier, but the things that used to be hard are no longer hard, Mm. which allows me to do more. And that's just with anything. Like, I used to not be able to do child's pose. Now that's a resting pose for me, you know. And I just think owning your business is the same way. But I also think that in order to be a successful business owner and really just anything, you have to be rather than to seem. And for Troy and I, if I'm not in the word and journaling and taking care of myself, I can't be the leader that other people should follow. Mm. And so for me, what I learned is it's not just about saying and encouraging. It's about being what you're saying and being what you're encouraging and also knowing you're going to make so many mistakes. And this week, I literally learned the difference between a mistake and a lesson. And I've learned so many lessons since opening this business. A mistake is once that lesson is learned, you do it again. And my goal is to be open to all the lessons, but try not to make mistakes. And you know, of course, I will, and of course, we all will. But if I can learn the lessons, those were meant to be meant to happen, and I can't circumvent those. Yeah. And I used to beat myself up like, man, if I had just done this or that. But you can't because th- those are things I didn't know till it till happened. They happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. But if I continue to make those same choices, those would be mistakes because I know better. So, um, and then as far as being a, a woman, I have been shocked at just I never saw like women men inequality because my mom is such a boss and my mama such a boss and they were just like strong-willed women and I was raised with that but even now when Troy and I go into these business meetings the men will address him and just make eye contact with him and then like I very quickly assert myself because that's who I am (laughs) and Troy very quickly lets them know she's in charge because that's who he is ultimately he's in charge but we He lets me pretend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do most of the talking nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's been interesting to feel like I have to gain the respect or approval of other men who almost wanted to pat me on the head and be like, "Oh, you're cute." I'm like, mm, "Oh, yeah, no, you're cute for thinking that, excuse me, like I will purchase your business in a year if you don't watch out." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> Pretty Mike drop.
0: Yes. Um, okay. So you talk a lot about the spirit and being yeah. in your faith and um, being called by God into this business, into this world. How do you hear God's voice?
2: This is such an awesome question. I just got chills. Um, the first preacher that ever she made, just got really excited. I got really excited. I was like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. yes. That was my question. (laughs) Yes, Catherine. Mic drop. (laughs) Shut this off. Um, So I had a really awesome mentor, Amy Loudon, who still lives in town. I look up to her so much. She's married to Keith Loudon, who is the preacher that married Troy and I. And they are like golden people. Um, And I remember Amy would be like, yeah, I just got to the point where God was telling me I literally couldn't watch certain shows. And I was like, excuse me. First of all, God talked to you. And second of all, about the shows you watch? (laughs) Like, okay, um, I'm way behind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And this was like back in 2012. And um, so I was like, how did you get to that level? And she goes, I just learned to listen and hear his voice through spending time. So I prayed for probably three months for God to give me a heart like Amy's. I wanted to have an individual relationship with the Lord and really feel like I was speaking to him. And then it started happening. Like it was actually literally that simple. And at first it was, oh, surely that wasn't God's voice. Like I'm just pretending here. And then it was like, wait. God, was that like really you? Did you really just say that? And then it was like, okay, that was God. This is what we're doing. No questions asked. He told me to leap off this cliff. Troy and mom are freaking out, but I took the jump and there was a trampoline right below. Mm-hmm. And, um, really where it all changed was I was hearing God's voice, but I wasn't transforming into the person I wanted to be. And I was trying to be that person, but there was a lot of effort in it and it wasn't genuine. Like I still had thoughts that I that I didn't love. I still had actions that I didn't love. I still had this turmoil inside that wasn't the person that I knew God was created me to be. And so I prayed to have an unquenchable thirst for his word. And I was like, before I drink water, before I eat food, before I nourish my body, like I wanted, I want to want to nourish my spirit. And that was back in 2013. And man, I could not even imagine the journey God would take me on. Um, I've read through the Bible in chronological order once. I'm on my second time through, like, understand the Bible on a level that I never, ever thought I could get to. And all because I just asked. Mm. It was, like, that simple. And it's a wild journey because when you ask, God is already providing. And He, I think he enjoys, like, unveiling his truths to us in such an intricate way where we're almost doubting or questioning or... Confused, and then he reveals these miracles that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. and they just start happening more and more and more, and now it's crazy that you even asked that, Catherine, because I forgot about that journey. But that's my everyday life. I will literally just be talking to mom or Troy or whoever, and be like, well, actually, God has confirmed this, so this is the direction we need to head. Whereas two years ago, mom and Troy were like, what are you talking about? And now they're like, okay, like let's yeah. go. Yeah, they Believe trust it. it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's so exciting and it's like through understanding that God, our father is always there and always listening and the spirit is always in us guiding and dictating, but it is through Christ actually understanding our human experience and guiding us, even though we can't see him, we can deeply feel him that when we put our needs aside and actually choose trust over fear, cause the enemy is the prince of fear. God is the king of peace. Um, that's when your life unfolds and it sounds really mystical, but it's so simple. And I would just say to anyone who really wants to hear God's voice, pray to and pray that he speak to you and tell you upon what format are you called? Mm Because for me, I know it's reading the word, but, and I do think that, you know, if you want to know the Lord, you've got to be in the word. That's where he is, but it might be for Catherine, like those runs that you do.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say that, like God has created us all so differently Mm -hmm. and he knows how to speak to each of his children. So, um, like for Macy, she might audibly hear God's voice, Mm -hmm. but for, for you, for you, the listener, you might, you might really experience God in nature. And so you have to go to, um, your happy place at the beach and like just sit and be, and that's where you hear God, quote unquote, or maybe it's through friendships. Maybe it's through community. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're an extrovert and God speaks to you through um, through the groups that you're in. And he's put these people in your life for a reason. So when we say all this, we don't want you to freak out like, oh my gosh, like Moses, burning bush, God <laughs> God comes, speaks to you. It's this super loud, mystical creature. It's really just your personal heart relationship with God, and um, he wants to just hang out with you. So
2: Yes. I'm so glad you added that, Catherine, because, like, I can tend to be, like, on the very spiritual end of, like, oh, there's the burning bush. Like, mm-hmm. let me go chat with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And same with Troy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I hear that, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, I believe it. But yeah. then um, – If you
1: haven't experienced it yourself, though, it's harder to, like – Yes. – wrap and it, your it, brain around and not compare –
0: yeah, you don't want to compare your experiences with other people's yes. experiences. Like, um, if I were to compare my journey with yours, it would it would look so different. Yes. And it would look like God wasn't speaking to me only because he wasn't speaking to me the way he speaks to you. Exactly. But he was speaking to me yep. in a different way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and that kind of goes to the question that Chelsea asked the second question about how do you feel motivated to move? And I realized um, in our We have a 200-hour training. It's called Yuji. And in our first Yuji weekend, we realized as a group that some people are physically driven, some people are mentally driven, some people are emotionally driven. And I mean this all positively. So for Troy, if he's stressed, he's got to move his body. He has to exercise. He very much lives on the analytical, tangible plane. He is a feeler, but mostly has to do with what he can um, see, feel, touch, hear. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm much more of a um, mental liver. So for me, like when I'm stressed, I have to journal. I have to be in the Word. I have to pray, meditate, all of those things. So the majority of my movement actually comes from my mind. Mm -hmm. The majority of Troy's movement, while there's a lot of mental stimulation, comes from his body. So in a single day, I might have worked through however much mentally, whereas he's worked through however much physically. God is going to speak to Troy on a physical level. Yeah. Whereas there are going to be mental, emotional breakthroughs, but the majority of his day will be revolved around that because that's where choice focuses. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, my focus is is so much mental and intuition. Like when we took that Myers-Briggs test, I got 100% intuitive. Like I don't base any of my decisions on any real-life tangible facts, <laughs> which actually, like, shocked this um, psychologist professor. Like, in my whole life, I've never seen someone get 100% intuitive. <laughs> that is
0: so... I don't base anything off of no, the truth.
2: No, Like, if, if, if I feel it, like, if... I don't know how to explain this, but basically, any as far as the tangible world goes, like, I don't base any of my decisions on that. Mm-hmm. Like I could have negative a million dollars in my bank account, and then someone would be like, "Oh, like, hey, do you want to try to do this?" And it would cost three million, and then God would be like, "Do that," and I would. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but, you mean, but yeah. I'm not that
0: way, and right. and that's like beautiful that we're all created so differently. Yes,
2: exactly. And they all have double edged swords. Like while this may sound like some people might be like, "Oh, I wish I was like that." half of your life you spend thinking you're crazy. So like it has another side to it that actually, that is very unrelatable and very isolating and very self-doubting and, um, creates this insecurity of your relationship with like the tangible world. Like, why do I not think like other people? Why am I so bad at math? Like I did awful on my SAT, that type of world just didn't make sense to me. I didn't fit into that world. So, you know, when I was younger and in school, I just thought that I was stupid but really, I was just different. So mm-hmm. it's just a it's a thing where none of our gifts are better than. They're all equal. And I think the more that we can recognize the differences, because someone might be listening and be like, oh, like, I relate to that. You know, I am kind of that way, but I, I never told anyone because I actually thought I was crazy. Yeah. Or, like, thank goodness, you know, Catherine doesn't relate to that because, like, this girl sounds crazy to me. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? like,
0: Yeah, we're all different. Um, you kind of touched on this just now with like your, um, your little math analogy, mm-hmm. but what's the biggest lie that you have to fight? Like what's one and, way that you get attacked mentally or emotionally or spiritually that you have to like fight?
2: Gosh. Yeah. Um, that I have somehow hurt somebody like mm. that. I have done something or said something or been something that hurt somebody or, or, that someone thinks I'm a certain way that I'm not. Um, And it stems back to like middle school and high school where people just hate each other, like, and you don't know why, and you don't know what you've done to do it. So like when I, when things are going well for us, the enemy is always telling me, um, and even this weekend, like you didn't talk enough to this person or you gave this person a weird look and now they're feeling this way or in that conversation you could have spoken less to let other people talk more or um, just this mi- this mindset that my leadership is failing mm. and that somehow I am hurting people um, by not being aware because I do live so much in the moment. Like, I'll just, like, be going crazy and, like, say or do things and then after the fact be like, I wasn't conscious of that. Like, what if I made someone else feel uncomfortable or what if um, people took it this way or whatever, just, like, doubting the decisions that I make in any given moment and how those decisions affect people, and and fearing that I've somehow done something against what my original intention was and how that person is feeling. What an
1: unlike relenting pressure on yeah. yourself.
2: Yeah. I feel like that yeah.
1: that stems from you living in the moment and mm-hmm. and your actions come from that intuitive side of you, yes. and then maybe later you're like. Oh, now I'm reanalyzing that. I yes. feel like I'm missing something. So, what? How do you cope with that? What are? How do you? Well, move past that. Why? I mean, it,
2: it's funny that you guys brought up anxiety this week because it was really bad this week, and it hasn't. This hasn't come up in so long. Um, and now that Troy and I like are responsible for so many things at any given moment, I feel like I'm dropping the ball somewhere. Like I'm not being a good enough friend, or a good enough daughter, or a good enough wife, or a good enough studio owner. Like that feeling of just not doing all of the things up to what I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I usually will, like, call my mom and say, okay, mom, this is a scenario that happened. How do you think they're feeling? What do you think about this? And usually she's like, I don't even know why we're talking about this right now. Like, you're so over <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah, but, like, I just felt, because everything I do and say and all of that based on how I feel, and if I feel like something's off, And that I could either do something to help it or that I've done something to cause it, like, it wrecks me. And same with Troy. Like, last night after my class, he came in, and he was just like, you know, I know this week has been a lot for you. Because there were so many people at the studio this weekend, and I was so afraid that I hadn't connected enough or whatever it was. And he was like, it's wild to see you that way because I always think of you as confident and, like, never making a mistake, which is what this stems from, is trying to be perfect, Mm. which isn't a real thing right Mm -hmm. um but he was like you know I think that you're you're hard on yourself which as women I think we all are and he was like it's good to know you know that that I hope you're realizing that and so my mom and Troy are kind of my sounding board when I can go down this like deep dark rabbit hole of like all of those things and every time that happens now I know that really good things are actually happening and it's the enemy trying to take my mind to the darkness that are lies instead of focusing on the truth. So the truth of the matter is everyone had a great weekend. The truth of the matter is I was able to connect to as many people as I wanted. The truth of the matter is like our hearts are always in the right place and and we do want to help. But instead the enemy is like, "Well, what if what if when you said this, someone actually felt this or mm. you know, and it's just this weird it's wild that you even brought that up because I know
1: exactly what you mean. I've felt that a lot yeah. where you go back and replay everything. And yeah. I do feel like as women we're, we're very concerned with, well, I feel like just us as a group too, with how others feel and yes. perceive us. Right. And a lot of the time it's just our own, Yeah, you know, or the enemy, I guess, getting in the way.
0: There's this professor named Brene Brown. She's also an author. If you haven't heard of her, where have you been living? Under a rock? <laughs> but also go look her up. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She actually studies shame and vulnerability. And one question that she had, I can't remember which, I think it was Rising Strong, that book, but she asked in this question, she asked this question, what is the story you're telling yourself and what is actually true?
2: Yes. yes. And that
0: has rocked me because I'm always telling myself a story that isn't actually truth. Yeah. Like if I take a step back and look at any circumstance from that perspective of like, okay, name the story, name the truth, mm-hmm. then they usually don't line up. You know what I mean? I like, yes. And you can I kind know. of like take a deep breath and be like, okay, it's not about me. Yeah. You know, like oh my gosh. Yes.
1: when you, I called you about something I was going through this past summer. Oh, I remember and, that. Yeah. And she told me that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it just no. shook me. And I, and I, that stuck with me for everything now I think that could
0: come up with anything like even like Michael for instance he had like a a really like chill quiet personality last week like he was Mm -hmm. just like going through emotions you know like having his his normal week but like I took it the story I told myself was like oh my gosh I'm a boring wife I'm not doing enough what can I do to like make our home exciting when he gets here or like can I like what what can I do? It's my fault. Right. And at the end of the week, he, I told him that I was like, I've just been feeling like I've been letting you down. Like, am mm-hmm. I, are you are you like annoyed with me? And he's like, No. He's like, yeah. You told like you've been telling yourself that all mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. He's like, If you were like, basically, I thought, what would Brene say? If I were to take <laughs> a step back, she would say the story is he's just having. Uh, Like an off week, you know, like not a a bad week, not a great week, just a normal day-to-day mundane Mm -hmm. week, and you've told Mm -hmm. yourself it's your fault.
2: Yep. Isn't that crazy?
0: That's what women do. We're so nuts.
2: Well, and that's like the perfect example of a lesson versus a mistake. Now I know that voice. Now I know that when, when the enemy is telling me those things, that they are lies, and so the mistake is to keep feeding them. But it's hard. It's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And the thing that Amy Loudon told me once was that anytime your mind is creating confusion and self-doubt, that is always the enemy because God is always about truth and peace. Mm -hmm. So there are times when you make mistakes and it's very clear, but so is the solution. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're going down that slippery slope of analyzing and questioning yourself, the solution isn't clear because there's not a need for one. And the reality of what you're even questioning isn't clear because there really isn't anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just a way for the enemy to get in between the gaps of people or however you want to put it. It's just a way for our mind to take charge when our heart you know, should really be leading. I love that. Um,
1: okay, transitioning just a little bit here. Yeah. I feel like this kind of stems from you hearing from God, but... I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not, though. How do you find... I bet I'm right, so. <laughs> How do you find inspiration behind your classes? Okay. And what you choose to talk about. If you need water, there's some over there. Oh, oh and I so I have a morning voice. <laughs> no, fine. I just need to keep drinking. It's coffee.
2: so funny that, like, all of your questions are stirring up so much nostalgia. So, m- one of my first classes was, there were 17 people that showed up. And this class, I wasn't allowed to play music. It was like a set sequence, and it was supposed to be really meditative. And I freaked out, and I got a migraine. And when I get migraines, I go blind. I can't see anything. Like, the whole room goes black. So I'm in this room in front of 17 people, so scared, and I can't see anything. So I stood on my mat with my eyes closed and demoed the entire class. And by the end of the class, it was my favorite class I had ever taught up to that point. And I realized in that moment... Okay, if I'm scared when I'm teaching, just close your eyes and demo. So I got in this habit of like staying on my mat, closing my eyes and demoing, which I don't recommend because you can't see what your students are doing. (laughs) I was gonna say,
1: whenever you have us close our eyes and practice, I'm like falling It's so hard. I'm like, is that why
0: she always tells me I'm doing a good job? Because she's not actually looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Great job, Casey. You are So she, her eyes are closed.
2: Well, so now... <laughs> she just knows
1: it in her heart. Yeah, yeah
2: I, I can feel it. Duh, yeah, remember, I don't actually look at what's happening. Intuitive, intuitive. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Your mind is doing great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I what that taught me was in that moment, all of a sudden, that is where I literally learned how to hear God's voice. I was just being guided by the Spirit because I was so nervous. And like according to the to the chakra system which is energetic anatomy and not getting too crazy right now. But yeah, you can if you want. Okay. Yeah, get
0: crazy. Yeah.
2: Awesome. So the chakra. The, the root
0: <laughs> First time saying that word.
2: <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you. Most people say chakra. You just said chakra. Chakra. Ch- <laughs> yes. So the root chakra governs our instinctual reality, like basic needs, survival, food, sleep, all of that. And then our crown chakra governs our spiritual path. If you are deficient in the lower chakras, you're typically excessive in the upper. So I was really deficient in my lower chakras, which is a different story for a much different time. So it invoked a lot of excessive energy in my upper chakras. And so when I would close my eyes and I would like cut out the tangible world, all of a sudden my mental emotional world took over. And that was where I was more comfortable. And that's where I started hearing God's voice because I wouldn't plan for class because my life is very willy-nilly, and it stresses Troy out. Poor thing. I'm so sorry, Troy. (laughs) Um, But it's just how I operate. And so I learned how to hear the needs of the class. This is probably going to sound so weird to some of your listeners. I'm very sorry. But kind of hear and feel the needs of the class and then speak to those needs. And it came through closing my eyes, shutting off distractions, and really thinking, okay, right now, what are you feeling? What are you observing? What are you seeing? And then just speaking to that. And it started by speaking to it in my physical body, and then mental body, and then emotional body. And so now, it's just it's just a muscle I've trained for seven years now. It's like easy peasy. And in my head, in the same way that De- David was a shepherd before he was a king, it's like God taught me all of these lessons that I didn't know I was learning In order to become whatever it is that he's created me for Mm -hmm. and when you look back and you see those things all of these little things that I thought were taking me away from my path even though it felt like the right way was actually sharpening skill sets that I didn't know I didn't have and was eventually going to need if that makes Mm.
1: sense that's incredible to me because I mean I I still feel like this but I remember the first couple times I took your class I was like She's got to be reading off of a piece of paper right now. Like, there's no way. This is just, like, organically coming out of her mouth. And then I would, like, open my eyes and you weren't. And And her eyes are
0: closed. Yeah. And you're like, (laughs) great. What? Like, where's the projector screen? Where's the in-ear?
1: I know. But what I think is so cool is that through you doing that and, like, listening to God, but also speaking to those in the room, like, you don't – you guys don't – advertise yourself as being like a Christian Mm. studio or anything Mm -hmm. like that but like anybody feels welcome but I also feel like anybody feels the presence there you know without without you like shoving it in their face yeah yeah which I think is really really neat thank you one
0: thing you touched on too is like where your body feels complete mentally physically and spiritually and that just brings me to this idea of wholeness which I feel like you discuss a lot What does what makes a person whole?
2: So that's a really in your perspective awesome question. You guys' questions are like I'm like emoji like (laughs) mind blown right now. (laughs) Indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, So in Hebrew, the word for perfect means completion. So I think of wholeness as someone who is willing to recognize their imperfections and let God. Fill in those gaps and make them complete. And I think of it like each one of us is our own little puzzle piece. And God has created this whole giant puzzle throughout life. And each piece has its own place. And so wholeness is being willing to say, okay, this is what I admire about so-and-so. Or this is what I admire about so-and-so. And something you don't know, Catherine, is when we first met at that private yoga, I already knew who you were. And I like really looked up to Catherine, and I was very nervous at that private session. And when she walked in, I like was like trying to act all cool, and she and I was like observing how she was acting with everyone, and like taking that and learning and emulating from it, which is just crazy now that I'm sitting on your podcast, and you oh my had, gosh, no I had no idea, no idea. Um, and I was
0: like this little angel. I yeah, love
2: her. and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Catherine. Like I need to act cool. <laughs> <laughs> But literally, like, the things that you see in others that you value and love are the things inside of yourself that I feel like God wants to grow. And Mm -hmm. I think about each person in my life that I emulated until I found my own voice within it. And that was me finding my wholeness and knowing, like, everything that we are supposed to be is inside of us. We just have to uncover it. So wholeness is the willingness to recognize that we are not perfect, but we're perfectly made. Mm. And so when we can. (laughs) (laughs) Your face right now. My face.
1: (laughs) We're just, this is amazing. (laughs) Can we take
0: a moment to write that down? (laughs) We're not, wholeness is realizing we're not perfect. We're perfectly made. Made,
2: yeah. (sighs) Dead. Um, But it is through our imperfections where the lessons are learned. Mm. So God basically says, go on this journey. And what you're going to find is yourself at the end. But along the path, you're going to have to get rid of things that you think define you that don't. Mm-hmm. And the closer you get to getting rid of those things, the more the enemy tries to tell us that we are those things. And that's why when we're getting attacked, we're actually on the, the verge of something really great. But too many people stop there if that makes sense. I'm getting chills all over my body. I know I was just
0: about to say like well um meet your new host Macy. <laughs> She's gonna know, be
2: taking over
0: Heart and Soul what podcast because I
1: can't no, anymore. Honey. This is amazing. Oh so good. So 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 good and I'm so glad we have it like recorded. This is um, incredible. I, I know. I can listen to this in my car nonstop. Um let's just briefly touch on what were some of your 2018 highlights. Mm -hmm. And what are you most looking forward to or, like, your goals for 2019? Mm -hmm.
2: So 2018 Highlights was the launch of our Yuji training. We had 12 graduates, and the training is designed to literally help people understand their limitless potential. And in this training, I use all the tools that I used to get me to where I am right now and teach them to people so that they can create their own form of what Troy and I have done. And two of those people – had already and have already accomplished what they set out to do. And both of those people were the ones who were the most doubting of their dreams because both of their dreams were absolutely unbelievable. And one of those uh, people is someone that we work really closely with who now has her own salon space, which is Kelly Noe. Shout out Kelly. We love you, Kelly. You are amazing. Um, That's so cool. And then two thousand. 18. Also, just being able to stay open for an, our second year, like our first two years apparently are the hardest. We got through them. We endured a hurricane. Um, both of our 200- and 300-hour trainings filled up the month that our website crashed. <laughs> so, yeah. Lots of really confirming things in 2018. And 2019 um, is just, I feel like we've finally gotten our culture. And so really making sure that we continue to work on that and uh, make sure that we don't lose sight of our vision and mission to heal, connect, inspire the world through unconditional love. And um, I'm really looking forward to stepping into what it means to be a true leader and um, just continuing to sharpen that personal skill set from the standpoint of wife, daughter, friend, business owner. Mm -hmm. So I hope that's what 2019 brings, now that we've got a little more solidity around the studio happenings. So cool. Yeah, baby. I can't
0: wait to I see. I can't wait for 2019. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right. All right. We're going to end with our um, final question. Yeah, which... So, Mace, what is something that you are binging right now?
2: Oh, gosh. It doesn't
0: have to be a TV show.
2: Yeah, okay. Just
0: anything you're obsessed with right now.
2: Um, well, it would be watching CrossFit Miami, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally the last thing I, I would think you would say. We're like, Namaste, yoga. Okay, so it's CrossFit Miami.
2: <laughs> but CrossFit hasn't posted anything. So, probably not a moo, half birthday cake, half cookie dough. It's mm. vegan. It's not a moo.
0: Not a moo. Yes. That's yeah, cute. that's
2: cute. Vegan ice cream. Shout out to Troy Cole. He always brings it home. We love it. Yum. Thank you. Yum, yum, Thank yum. you, Troy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is something you love about yourself?
2: You know, um, I, I have started asking myself that question cause I ask it to the students a lot and I can honestly say my favorite thing is my faith and my willingness to step aside and just let God move. Mm. Like I really do. I think that's definitely a muscle I've sharpened and it came from not stepping aside and trying to do it my own way. And boy, was that a messy, dark time in my life. And, um, and once I started, you know, strengthening that skill set, my life has been, I mean, obviously we all have ups and downs. Like, any day right. I can be having an emotional, you know, breakdown. But within that emotional breakdown, I actually truly do feel joy. So it's just those momentary, like, uh, I have to be a human right now. And then, like, ooh, God is so good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: ooh,
2: yeah, all the sound effects. <laughs> so
1: good. You want the last one? We already went over the 19, 2019 oh, goals. Oh, we did go so.
0: over the 2019 goals. Okay, if you could tell women one thing, what would you tell them?
2: That is such an awesome question. I would tell them that all of us are different, and some of us are meant to be unyielding and bold and use our voice, and some of us are meant to be um, you know, quiet and more of an observer and more of a listener and the rock, and no matter what... Um, role you play between those kind of two extremes they're both equally important and they both really matter and that if we do want to make a difference we have to support each other and and really speak to those things within us that a lot of times as women we forget about ourselves and that if we can really just join and uplift one another then I just can't even imagine what the generation after us will will get to accomplish through that.
0: Mm. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Woo! I mean, (laughs) preach, preacher. Wow. Seriously, I thought, I didn't know how today was going to go, because we're very close friends that Mm. laugh a lot together, and I was like, okay, Macy is amazing, but this could either go, like, we're going to laugh our whole way through this, or she's just going to, like, rock our world. And And she did both. It was perfect. Like, the perfect blend of the both, so...
0: Well, well, Macy, we cannot thank you enough for no. joining us today. And we know you'll be back. like For sure. Yeah. Can you um, just
1: be like our honorary third host? Uh, <laughs> don't twist
2: my
1: arm. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. I will. Um, but
0: if you have any questions for us or for Macy, please feel free to email us at heart and Soul S-O-L-E, podcast at gmail.com.
1: And if people want to come check out the studio, where where can they find you? Yeah.
2: We are in Lumina Station right out front. It is 1900 Eastwood Road, Suite 40.
0: And how can they find you online?
2: Oh, um, (laughs) yeah. Also, that's way more important Instagram, (laughs) Axis Yoga, Facebook, Axis Yoga Plus Studio, and yeah, also. Mermaid Macy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mermaid Macy. Exactly. And T-Cole (laughs) 5. Sequel 5. Go. Woo. Shout guys, out. Thank you guys so much. You are both amazing and what you're creating is mind-blowing. I'm tearing up. Um, we all love you. I speak on the listener's Whoa. behalf. Thank you. We love you. I this love was it. dope. Bye. Bye love Listen you, Mina.
0: Bye.